Hi guys, welcome back or welcome to the Stable Equestrian. Today I'm talking a little bit about finding a job in the equestrian community. This episode is aimed a little bit more towards young teenage sort of years. However, there is still some things in here that will help for any sort of equestrian job if you've never done it before and don't know where to kind of start. So, I teach a lot of kids that are 12 to 14 sort of age, and a lot of the kids are super keen and want to be around horses all the time, but that's hard. Not all the parents have the money to do the lessons and the pony club and pony group and stuff. And so these kids are really, really eager to do whatever they can to just be around the horses. And at our stable, we have pony groups, which is like pony club, but you don't get your the different certificates. Then just recognised at the stable and not, you know, nationally recognised. However, our top two pony groups, and when I say top two, I just mean the two older kind of groups, get offered Saturday working spots and. It is volunteer, but they come down in the morning, they help with the feeds, and they help get ponies ready and stuff, and it's great experience for these guys, and they get to muck around, they get to, we have some little ponies that need to be brought out every so often, so sometimes they'll bring them out, sometimes once the lessons are done, that they'll, they'll hop on bareback and muck around on them and stuff, and as long as they put in the hard yards beforehand they don't muck around when we need the ponies ready and they do jobs and stuff then they can go and have fun that's totally okay however there is more than one type of person and there's the type of person that does chores to get the fun bareback stuff and there's the type of person who finds being around the horses in general and doing chores and stuff fun or at least mildly enjoyable And that makes a big difference for a working student. The aim is that what you do is jobs. If you do the jobs just to get rewarded at the end, when you don't get rewarded, because not all places will. Some places you just do your jobs, and spending time around the horses is the reward. You get to work around horses rather than in an office. And for some people, that's great. Some people love horses and don't want to work around them. And that's totally okay too, because working around horses is hard and frustrating. So when I'm talking about jobs in the equine industry, I'm the most common ones are stable hands. And it's also quite common to get jobs on the racetrack. A lot of them look for grooms and people like foaling watches and stuff like that. My number one thing is experience, and I know it's so hard to get experience if you don't already have it, or if you don't have the money. Number one, your best bet is to get into lessons and stuff first, have that riding experience, have that sort of experience being around horses. Maybe it's easier just to put all your money together and save up to do a camp or something of that sort however there is ways to do it if you don't have the money to do stuff like that and it's 
the general thing of you don't know until you ask and the worst thing that's going to happen is a no if you don't have your if you don't have experience your best bet is going somewhere that is small and don't the biggest thing is not offering yourself like your god's gift to the world being honest with what you're capable of but also saying that you'd love to learn and not offering too much don't say oh I come down every single day because as much as that's helpful for a lot of people that's like oh well now I feel bad just offering you one day I'm gonna say no obviously not every place is like this but at least in our case we don't need someone for every day because we're not there every day we have certain things on in a day that actually having someone extra is more going to be a hassle than anything else and that's totally okay but my biggest suggestion if you don't have the experience is to go your best bet is to go onto facebook pages horsey facebook pages locally and ask if anyone needs a hand around so you haven't but be honest so that they don't chuck you in with horses and you have no idea how to lead them it may seem easy and but if you've never done it before you have no idea how to do basically anything and i say that in the nicest way possible go to not big places go to people who own a few horses and need the yards mucked out because mucking out is one of the easiest things to learn and you get to be around horses and if you're lucky you can say hey can I muck out and then chill and watch you ride once or something like that or can I muck out volunteer work but in return I'm allowed to help the horses however you have to be safe do not help someone who has four babies and it's like nah go ahead you'll learn as you go because you might get hurt so for those ones who have the riding experience so for the ones who've done lessons who've done pony camps groups lessons club etc number one be honest with what you're capable of if you've only ever ridden and you've never even led a horse then be honest in that. Say that you've done riding lessons but you don't have as much experience on the ground. Preferably to get a job, you want that experience on the ground. That's what people want you for. Because unless you are able to ride a horse between your leg and a hand, leg and hand, you're happy with what a horse gives you. I'm not saying that you should be chucked on horses that are going to try to bronk you off, but I'm saying a horse that does a little spook that's a little bit like, hey, I don't want to go there, you know how to handle that. And that means walk, trot, canter in between your leg and hand and capable to ride a few different horses. Doesn't have to be naughty, just a few different types of horses. Until then, likely aren't going to be asked to ride any horses there are some people who want to someone to trick out with them and they're just walking and that would still be perfect like there is opportunities out there to ride at the rda sometimes their volunteers will hop on the horses and if you can walk truck cancer that's perfect but you don't have to have them into your leg and hand you can just walk truck cancer let them have a bit of a play 
and that's fine. I think the biggest thing is not expecting too much. You go in there and if you have minimum experience, go to small places, say, hey, um, do you guys ever need any a hand at any time? I'm good at, I've done this, this and this. Do not put too much into your experience. You'd rather downgrade it than upgrade it in all honesty and as much as that might risk the fact of not getting a job you'd much rather risk that than upgrade it and lose your life because you're not as capable as you say and that's totally okay to not be capable we take our kids on Saturday knowing that we're teaching them everything but having to teach someone something is more of a hassle than just doing it ourselves however we are both both of us that run it we're both instructors we absolutely love it and we're happy to do that but if you're not honest and you don't say that someone's going to get very frustrated because you don't know what you're doing so be honest ask small places and don't ask for too much just say hey i I'm looking for a volunteer job, unless you want pay, pay's a bit harder, I'm looking for a volunteer job, I love the look of your place, I would love to help out at some point, I've done this, this and this, if you need help out, and then give them ideas, say like, um, if you need help with getting ponies ready for lessons if they're a riding school, if you need help with mucking out, grooming and stuff, But, I will say no to someone if their message is, hey, if you want to help out with writing and then they list all their fun things with horses, I'm going to be like, hmm, I'm not so sure about this. And when I say fun things, I'm like, if you need any help writing or schooling or anything, and that's totally fine for them to want. And... However, I school, I don't need that, but, I mean, if I have too many horses, I might, but for, if then they say, oh yeah, I've taken a few lessons and stuff, I'm like, no, unless your few lessons you've gotten will trot canter in between your hand and leg, you are not schooling a horse, and some of my kids will work the horses and stuff, and that's totally cool I love being able to give that op- them that opportunity but if but and we have kids who are very like oh you know they just want to do the fun stuff they want to pat the pony until they can ride and there's certain things that they like better than other things and that's totally okay however if you're working I expect you to do everything that you're capable of I'm not saying doing stuff that you're not capable of but if you're capable of something you refuse to do just because it's a bit boringer than you like then that's not the type of energy that we're going for the first time is always one of the biggest times unless they know that you you know are not that experienced if you're not that experienced they're going to be looking for someone who's keen to learn not someone who knows everything Whereas if you say you know stuff, they're looking for someone who can be on the ball. The difference between people, so we 
offer something called we offer mentorships and we haven't offered them a lot but we do offer them and with these mentorships sorry I'm going outside for a brief second with these mentorships we offer it to kids who work hard who want to be around the horses and the girl that we've offered to so far is someone who's been with us for a while who with an extra lesson which is what she's offered would improve immensely I personally think and hope um, she's a really neat rider. She works very, very hard. And on Saturday, there's a big difference between her when she's working hard and making sure she's getting stuff done compared to a lot of the others that like to muck around. And I'm like, they're kids. We're not expecting a whole bunch. But this girl does show. And so do others. We will offer it to others as well. But we can't offer it to everyone. And it is something we want them to strive for. So the other thing is getting the job at the place where you ride because a lot of people do ride at riding schools and that is a talk you have to talk to with the owner of the barn unless you're coached by someone who either your coach owns the barn or maybe your coach has their own horses and they want help with them however it's also remembering a lot of coaches not all coaches have horses not all coaches have horses that are suitable for a lot of people to be around because sometimes they have horses that are a bit frisky I personally have young horses that only certain people I'll let do stuff with them they're super sweet but if anything happens I don't want to have to tell people if they get injured I'm I don't want my answer to be like oh yeah well that's my four-year-old she does spook sometimes and for them to say, oh, my kid wasn't prepared for that. If we personally think the kid is totally prepared for that, that's fine. But even the kids who are prepared get very... They don't read the signals like we do. People who have been around horses all the time read signals very differently. So my horse will tense up and they'll, they won't even notice. They'll keep brushing and I'm like, that horse is going to jump on you. And they go, what? No? What do you mean? Well, they don't say no. They're pretty good, but... They're like, what do you mean? And they have no idea that that horse is tensing up right next to them. So, the more experience you have, the more options you have, basically. You can go to decent-sized riding schools. However, if you ride somewhere, the easiest way to get a job there is to come early. Put in the hard yards without being asked. It one of the big riding schools that I work at where I coach the girls who work there on the yard got their jobs because they would come early from their lesson for their lessons and they would work obviously this is hard if you have a right after school lesson but then it's asking for afterwards and saying oh hey do you need a hand with everything making sure your parents are okay with that as well we have two girls that I teach that consistently go, do you need a hand with anything? Can we do anything? Can we help feet? Can we do this? I honestly think that if we see, hey, come for half the day and muck out, they would jump with joy. We don't do that to our kids, but that's how keen they are. And we don't give, do not, it doesn't matter how inexperienced you are or whatever, you still deserve respect in your job. 
and you still deserve decent human, you know, breaks for lunch and stuff. They can't just work you super, super hard. They can't dis- they can't disrespect the fact that you haven't got certain experiences, so they can't make you do certain things that you don't know how to do. It's okay to not know how to do something, if you're honest. It's more annoying for us... That was loud. Um, it's more annoying for us to have you come and say, oh, no, no, I can lunge and stuff, and have only ever done it once. If you say, I've lunged and it's worked, but I've only ever done it once, that's way easier we can watch it. Because horses learn super quickly. If you spend 10 minutes, because we're not watching, trying to get this horse to go around on a lunge and you're letting it come in and stuff, we're probably, then it's going to try it on us next time we do it, if you do it for long enough. Much rather you just say, you know, oh, I've done it once, but, you know, I that's it. Same with anything. Oh, I've never worked with young horses. I've, however, you can turn it into a positive. I've never worked with young horses, but I love the idea of it. I'd love to learn how to. Or, I've worked with a lot of horses, I've worked with horses that are a bit frisky, however, I have not worked with the young ones, if that's to do with whatever you're doing. The biggest things are putting in the effort, showing the people that you'll put in the hard yards, if it's the school that you're at now, stable or whatever, it's coming early, it's, and not early to be a pain, obviously talk to them, not all yards wants you to come super, super early. Like, because us are small and we live on site, or my mum lives on site, we don't want people here super, super early. We'd rather you stay later. But talk to them. Say, hey, is it okay if I come early? Hey, is it okay if I stay later and help with feeds? Do you need help with anything? That's how you start getting a relationship with them and them asking you to do things like being a groom at shows and coming on the weekends when they need help, etc. Bigger places need emails and, I mean, you should email the smaller places as well, but messengers are totally fine if that's how they communicate. Emails usually for the bigger places with bigger names and it's like a CV. You want a whole CV. You want to say what you can do, everything you can do, your age, how long you've been riding, what you've learned, etc, etc. And be honest, if I see a CV that says... I'm capable of this, this, this and this, however, I'm still working on lunging, I haven't quite got the gist of it, but I am super willing to learn and I've only got to do it a few times, that's going to show me that, hey, this, this person's really willing to learn and I would love to work with them, I want to work with people that are willing to learn, if I say something, they're like, oh, cool, and that's not me wanting someone who doesn't argue or anything that's not me wanting someone who just listens does exactly what they're told I'm happy for that person to have a conscious and go oh why is that and stuff but I do not want someone who's like no no I know better and I'm like well these are my horses so if you're working with someone else's horses their way goes if their way is not what you believe in if it's abusive or whatever then leave that's as simple as it is. If they're a big, huge name and you leave, then you tell someone about it, depending on how bad it is. 
as long as you remember to keep, you don't have to, you don't have to do stuff that you really don't want to do, but if that's stuff like little chores and stuff, then that's probably not the job for you. I'm not experienced with getting jobs on racetracks or anything, but pretty much the same with your CV and stuff. The more you get in with people, the more you ask, oh, hey, can I groom at that show for you? Hey, do you need any help with this or that or the other? The more people are going to see that you want to put the work in. And that makes all the difference. Okay, hopefully that was helpful to some people. I'm going to get out and feed ponies now. And got a big long day. I got two new horses, but I'm going to do an episode on them and what I'm doing with them because one's an off the track thoroughbred. He only raced three times though, and it wasn't great. So, I am going to do an episode on plans with them and how they're going so I can keep with updates. Hopefully, this is helpful to some of you, and I will talk to you later.